Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hi, everyone. I'm Carol. And I'm David. Are you ready to spice up your sex life and live happy, healthy, and always horny? Well, then you've come to the right place because that's what the sexy lifestyle is all about. As you know, David and I are passionate about making your sex life the best it can be. We sure are. And you know we love talking about sex and sexuality, sexual pleasure, communication, consent, respect, and relationships, and every once in a while about kink and BDSM. Mm -hmm. And we hope our discussions open up your dialogue about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. We sure do. So, do you have a kinky side that fantasizes about being tied up and blindfolded? Maybe you'd like to experiment with sensation play or even go one step further... Perhaps you'd like to explore your dominant desires or submissive ones to just let go and completely surrender. On today's show, we're going to share our first-hand experience with the art of bondage, a unique style of sensual body work, which includes light bondage, sensory deprivation, sensation play, submission, exploration, and a whole lot of pleasure. We absolutely mm. are. And we're going to find all about how Carol tied me down and our guest walked her through all these cool things. And we just had a blast. But first, as you know, we want to tell you about our top waterproof blanket because everybody should con continue to have great sex now more than ever. But if you're fed up with sleeping in that wet spot or having to change your sheets every time you have sex, then you need one of our top waterproof blankets. It's 100% waterproof and leak-proof, and it guarantees to keep your bed and mattress dry no matter how wet it gets. From messy massage oils to silicone lubes or any other sexy wetness, just throw it in the washer and dryer, and it comes out looking like brand new. And you don't have to leave your house to get one. Simply and safely go to Amazon and order yours today. Search Top Waterproof Blanket. That's T-O-P, Waterproof Blanket. Great sex starts now. It sure does, and so does today's show. You know we're Carol and David. This is The Sexy Lifestyle, and we are so excited to welcome today's special kinky guest. Yes, we have kink educator Jaylene Bennis. She's the creator of Bondage and all the courses teaching the art of Bondage. This is going to be a great show because she taught us last week what to do, and we're going to get into that in the second segment of the show. But first, Jaylene, welcome to The Sexy Lifestyle. Gosh, thank you so much for inviting me. I had so much fun with you guys last week. It was so such a, an honor and so fun to, to walk Carol through tormenting you. <laughs> it was definitely not tormenting. I was totally titillated and tingly, and we'll get into that in a little bit. All right, like we've been doing in our past couple of shows, why don't you tell us a little bit how your sex life and your life in general has changed since COVID-19 has been around? My life since COVID has um, changed in some ways really dramatically, in some ways not at all. Um, I tend to be a, a bit of a hermit, so staying home and you know, knitting and reading books and hanging out at the beach, and that's all my happy place. Um, I, 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 I am thriving on that. I did not, I stopped seeing clients for about three months and that was really hard. You know, it was, it was hard. And what I found in my own sexuality is, is everything kind of went dead. You know, I, I wasn't touching, I wasn't bringing this erotic energy in and I was creating a lot of things, but I wasn't feeling very sexual mm, during, during that time, during and that time. 
And now mm-hmm. you're back seeing clients now? Are you feeling a bit better? Yes, I started. Yeah, I started a couple of weeks ago seeing regular clients. So um, and, and that was just like, I, I just felt like I was coming home. You oh, know, good. it was like, good. oh, thank you. I need to get my hands on or in somebody, and, you know, <laughs> and just to kind of connect to that and get that because that's so nourishing to me and it supports me. And this is, you know, the best job that I could ever have, you know, that, that I've created, you know, for myself that I get to play with all these amazing energies and these amazing people and, um, and get nourished myself too. Wow. So it's really a blessing. That's wonderful. So we know what a great educator you are because you taught us last week, but tell everybody how you got into the whole sexuality industry and became an educator yourself. So I have been kinky my whole life. Um, I, my first fantasy I think was, you know, after watching the three stooges, one episode (laughs) where they tied up the beautiful blonde woman in the mad scientist's office and there was a gorilla in the cage and that that really rocked my boat and um and uh i did some babysitting my next door neighbor had i was babysitting when i was 12 and they had a copy of marquis de sade there and so i started reading that and that was that blew my mind so i've been kind of kinky you know my whole life um and and i always wanted to do professional domination and and i'm glad i waited and I'm glad I waited. Um, how I got into this was uh, uh, this work was kind of a fluke. I had moved into this uh, apartment building 17 years ago, and I had heard that they were going to raise the rent $500. And so I just put an ad up on Craigslist. This was back when Craigslist had adult services, right. and and I knew how to do kinky sessions. So I put up an ad for a professional dominatrix. I did you know A, B, C, and D. That was it. I had a really pretty limited thing. And I got 28 phone calls that day and I got 300 phone calls that month. And I reached out to a couple of, um, dominance in the area. I didn't know personally. And I said, you know, can I pay you for an hour of your time? I know how to do the scenes. I just don't know how to do the business part. And they said, fuck you. Why should I tell you anything? And so I, you know, figured it out. So, um, so that was, that was how I got into it was economic need, right. Or threat of economic need because they ended up not doing, not raising my rent, but I ended up, you know, uh, going from a a low income to over six figures in a year, you know, so by doing this. And, uh, when I created bondage, I had been doing S and M work pretty much pro S and M work, for a couple of years, um, I tended to have about 12 to 15 sessions a month, and they were big and kind of cathartic because I was a heavy sadist. I like to hit a lot. It was a big cathartic cathartic um, sessions. And I, over time, I saw that they would come back two or three times a year. I really wanted to get into more erotic massage. Massage is my first love. That's I've been doing massage therapeutically for since 1989 and I took a look and I didn't like the modality that was out there for sensual massage which is I would be naked or in my undies and you'd be staring at my boobs or trying to shove fingers up inside me and I said Mm -hmm. fuck that my whole business model is based on fuck that (laughs) Um, and so what I did was I took what was my diagnostic session for somebody that was brand new to BDSM which is just 
tying them up, blindfolding, headphones, and then trying a lot of different sensations on their body to see what their body responds to. So I'm not a psychological dom. I don't do the, the dominance and submission verbally. I don't do that. My, my uh, work and my love is to play with people's bodies and their energies mm-hmm. and, and to find the beauty in everyone, right? Because there's something beautiful about everyone. Um, so I created Bond Massage. So I thought, well, I'll take my diagnostic session and break it up and, and put erotic massage in. And I went from doing like 12 to 15 sessions to doing 60 to 70 sessions a month. All I was doing was fucking Bond Massage and laundry. Wow. <laughs> and and people were flying in from New York and they were flying up from L.A. Um, I got a lot of requests for San Francisco because nobody has cars in San Francisco. I lived down in Santa Cruz, which is about an hour and a half south. Um, so I reached out to Eve Finax, who wrote the book with me, and I said, you know, can I use your space? And I schlepped everything up there. And like, you know, Carol, there can be a lot of stuff to yes. prep, right? <laughs> a lot of stuff to prep. So I schlepped everything up there and I said, oh, no, fuck this. And that's that's when I started training practitioners okay. because and, and then it kind of grew out of that. I did not think that this was going to be the business that I had. I thought I created something and I was going to make a DVD for couples. Mm. That's how, Mm. that's what I thought that this was going to be. Um, But it's just kind of evolved and grown. And um, now we trained over 300 people around the world. We're doing online professional trainings. Um, And we wrote a book in 2011, turned that into an online course. So people at home can learn, um, how to do some of this stuff on their own, you know, in the privacy of their own home. And uh, with the Art of Bond it has a, a, over a hundred little video short ones. So you can find out exactly how I set up my room, you know, how I set up my room, how I do this, why I don't like this toy, why I love these, you know, how if you've never flogged before, I think you should cut your floggers down short. So there's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. So. So, Jaylene, before we go on and describe a little bit more about what it is that you do, what I loved how you described what is bondage on your website. And if you don't mind, I'm going to read your description from your website so everybody, all our listeners can understand exactly what it is that your intentions are when you're talking about bondage. And this is something that you've created on your own. So it's kind of a brand new thing. So this is how it goes. Are you ready to completely let go of control and surrender to pure bliss. BDSM has been kept in the shadows for eons. Often, it's through exploring and embracing the shadow side of ourself that we find transformation and healing. Letting go is the ultimate power, and this incredibly sensual art form is unlike anything you've ever experienced or even imagined. It all starts with you naked, and kneeling, a leather collar around your neck and padded cuffs softly binding your wrists and ankles. Your eyes are covered with a soft, furry blindfold, lightly secured to a comfortably padded massage table. You sink deeply into your body as a selection of specially selected sounds play through your headphones. As you surrender to the sensations and forget the outside world, we take you to a place of exquisite enjoyment a place where you can indulge your senses and embrace your pleasure. Imagine warm, experienced hands working their way over your body, gently kneading, touching, stroking. Deep relaxation takes over, permeating every part of your being. 
As you shed your tension, you drift into a level of profound relaxation. You're safe. You're happy. You're in complete bliss. You emerge satiated and energized, ready to focus on your life and your work. Discover a world of blissful intensity and intimacy. You deserve it. Come and experience this deliciously creative playground and awaken to a profound level of pleasure and relaxation. Bondage certified practitioners combine innovative bodywork techniques with subtle breath and energy work, rhythmic body percussion, slow, luxurious flogging, and a delicious menu of skilled sensation play. A whole new world of pleasure and relaxation. Once you've experienced bondage, you'll never forget. Discover what you've been missing. Mm, love it. Wow, that's hot just reading that description. And it was hot. It was. It? We're, yeah. And in the next segment, we're going to get into the actual how-tos and how I felt and what Carol did uh, when we did this last week. But it really is a whole new world, isn't it? I think so. You know, what's, what doesn't get um, translated in the advertising copy, too, and I've got a great editor, thank you very much, is the playfulness, mm-hmm. you know? And, and everybody is different, but I really bring a sense of playfulness to to these sessions, you know, it brings me joy. When I get turned on, I giggle, you know, and and I just, um, so there is some playfulness in there. It's not all bliss and connectedness and, and this, it can be, it can be, it can be many things, but, but uh, it can also be really, really playful and fun. And the playfulness comes from that exploration because it's all new, right? We're excited, we're trying something new and we don't know how it's gonna turn out. And you're right, it, there is some giggling and laughing because you know it's not always perfect. <laughs> and we're, we're gonna get into all the fun that we had and the absolute amazing sensations. But before we get into the next segment, Jaylene, why don't you just tell us quickly the difference between what you do and typical BDSM? Sure. Well, Bondage incorporates a lot of BDSM techniques and combines it with erotic massage. Traditionally, BDSM did not include anything. And, and over the years, it's really just, just expanded. And you can um, be the glitter fairy kinky dom. You know, you could be whatever kind of dom dom you want to be um, now. So it's a lot more open. Um, I consider this a kinky sampler plate. So with traditional, so in bondage compared to traditional BDSM, I build up this. We build up the sexual energy, and then we go and massage it around the body. Mm-hmm. So we build up the kink and the sexual energy, and then we we distribute around the body. So it's it's this roller coaster ride. Right. And so it's a little bit of massage, a little bit of kink, lots of tease and denial. And you're getting there and then, oops, I'm going to go massage your foot for a little bit. You know, so it's so it is um, it is this kind of kinky roller coaster ride. Absolutely. I mean, I I felt it and um, uh, just but I also found it a little bit more loving than traditional BDSM. I don't know if that's the case, but well, when I was doing it today, because he's my partner, I'm not sure if there's a professional doing it, but I found a lot more care. I'm not going to say a lot more because I don't really know uh, with BDSM, but I found there was a lot of care and um, and feeling at the same time. It was it was very Very. sensual and erotic Mm -hmm. and um, it wasn't just about sex or pain. It was really about um, and we'll get into it in in a second, um, how my body reacted to you doing certain things to it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And I remember training my first trainer and, and, uh, I came out and she was sitting on the couch and she was crying. And I said, Oh my God, what happened? And she said, I had no idea that this could be so beautiful, Mm -hmm. right? That we have this idea that BDSM can be really painful. I thought that bondage would appeal to BDSM people who were looking for more erotic touch. But what I found is, is that most clients are people who have done Tantra or sensual massage that want to try some BDSM or some kinky play, but don't want to go to a dominatrix because it's too scary and it's going to hurt. Yeah, I thought that was like a stepping stone. It kind of felt to me like a stepping stone from a massage world into a kink world. And you could go as far as you want or not. Mm -hmm. You can hold back or you can explore a bit further. I I like that a lot. We've, We've done a whole bunch of kink and BDSM sessions with educators over the years. And Carol has never once said, oh, we should do this at home. Once we did the session with you, Carol said, wow, that was really cool. And I said, would you like me to return the favor? And she said, yes. And the cool part about this, and uh, just before the break, we're gonna, in the next section, we're going to get into it. You can use things you have in your house. You don't have to go out and buy things and, and break the bank. There, there's so many cool things that makes it simple. And you can do it at the drop You don't have to plan for it. You can say, okay, here's a spontaneous moment. We're going to do it now. You go out and you get a spatula, a (laughs) toothbrush. Um, That electric toothbrush was amazing. (laughs) But um, it it, it just makes it simple and easy to absorb for the average couple. You said it was people who were in Tantra. We believe it's for anybody out there. And, you know, we're swingers and we play and and the different alternative lifestyle versus kink and and BDSM. But this, what you showed us, is really that something that any couple could do to enhance the sensuality and eroticism of their couple. Thank you. And, you know, what I love is once I once I um, introduce somebody to bondage, it's like your eyes open up and you look around the house and you're like, oh, what can I do with this? Oh, what can I do with this? What can I do with this flower? Can I beat you with this flower? Can I, you know, <laughs> you know it, it, it opens a whole kinky new world. You'll never walk through Home Depot or, um, you know, or a cooking store with the same eyes right, because right. it's like. Right. Look at this whisk. What can we do with this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let's just remind everybody that we are Carol and David. We're having a wonderful discussion with Jaylene Bennis all about the art of bondage. And we'll be right back after this. All right. So we want to tell you about a new product we've discovered that helps improve your sex drive and a whole lot more. We've been using Somaderm Gel for a few months now, and wow, what a difference it's made in our daily lives. Somaderm is a transdermal gel that naturally optimizes human growth hormone, HGH, and supports our body's stress response system, which we all need right now. From improved libido to better stamina and beyond, we've also noticed less joint discomfort, better sleep, and an overall feeling of well-being. Yeah, this amazing gel has improved our life as well as our sex life. And we all want better sex, right? So go to thesexylifestyle.com for more information about Somaderm Gel and order yours today because... Well, great sex matters and we all deserve it. Alrighty, we're back. You know this is a sexy lifestyle. I'm sitting here with the absolutely gorgeous and sexy Carol. I'm David. And now we're going to get... We're going to get back to our program with Jaylene Bennis, and we've been talking all about the art of bondage, and we're going to now get into our discussions about that sensation play where we actually got to experience it. 
Right, and in the first segment, I described the uh, the whole description of what is bondage from your website, which to me was just hot reading it. Uh, I can't even explain how hot it was doing it. I guess we just have to kind of start. Uh, Jaylene, why don't you start by describing the room and how it needs to be set up when just a couple like us are doing it. There's no professional involved or even a, a practitioner involved, but just when we're doing it ourselves, what did you suggest that we needed to do for the room? Sure. Well, the room needs to be warm, first of all. So the room needs to be warm. Um, I like the lights down with candlelight. Um, you, ideally, it's done on a massage table because the person giving has more leeway, but you can do it on the bed. If you're going to do it on the bed, I suggest that the person receiving put their head at the foot of the bed. Um, so it's, it's a little bit easier to, um, to, to maneuver. Um, and you know, I want it to look beautiful. I want it to smell beautiful. I, it's got to be warm. It's got to be inviting and plush. I, um, not everybody does this, but I mean, I have a Tempur-Pedic, I have a four inch Tempur-Pedic foam mattress on top of my massage table. I have a Tempur-Pedic, uh, uh, face rest instead. So when you climb on my table, you just sink in. It's like a cloud. And so that juxtapo- juxtaposed with, you know, some maybe mischievous, intense play later is just like this great paradox, right? Because you're getting satin sheets and warm, warm room and lovely smells and amazing music, amazing music. Yeah, thank you. That's so hard to do. Um, uh, I have two different you guys can anybody can go on to Spotify and, and find the music. It's under CEO Bondissage. Um, the bondage music, I have one playlist with all the bondage music. It's about 16 hours. It has a beat. It's a little bit faster. It has a beat, but no English lyrics. So, because I didn't want your head to wrap around anything, right? Um, I have a second one because I have created a different modality called Elysium, which is a slower, just more massage-based one. That's also really lovely music. And I often work to Elysium music if I tend to be wired or tweaky or something and I need to kind of come down into my body because music is really important um, with this. I found if I worked with really fast music, I would work faster and that's not my intention. Mm-hmm. You know, my intention is to work um uh, connectedly and presently and slowly and 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 as profoundly as I can. Right. So what one of the one of the things that I found absolutely interesting and different than the other um, kink and BDSM sessions that we've attended was I had headphones on mm-hmm. and I could not hear anything but the sensual music and and this was great because you were instructing Carol what to do. And I didn't hear anything. And every touch and every oil and everything that she put on me was a surprise. Mm-hmm. But what I so I set up, let's just describe how we set it up. We had the massage table because we do have one. We had the massage table there. We had um, Jaylene in the computer. Of course, we did this remotely, which was wonderful on a table nearby where I could see her while she was instructing. I could hear Jaylene and I could hear the music, but David could only hear the music. So he was blindfolded with the headphones on and Although he was not tied down, he was instructed to keep his hands down at the side of the table, and he didn't move, and he actually worked. You were very good. You did I not behaved. Move. Yes, you definitely did. <laughs> you guys were the mischievous ones. <laughs> and, and then, slowly but surely, I followed all the instructions from Jaylene one after the other, and we started with David's face down, and we started with the warm 
um, heating pads on his back to start setting it up and the hot oil. And I was blindfolded. Yeah, absolutely. We said that. And, and so you were just feeling the heat and the warmth and the beauty of the touches. And it started off like that, but it got a little kinky quite quickly. <laughs> it did. But the cool part was I didn't know that you were going to put that warm oil on my back. So as soon as it touched me, my body. Yeah. It felt mm, almost burning, right? It did. Yeah. And then, you know, you did things with your hands that I didn't know they were going. And then you, you stopped and I didn't know where you were moving next. And my brain was trying to to figure out what you're going to do next. And I said, okay, maybe she's going to go to my shoulders and you were at my toes. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I wasn't mm -hmm. expecting that mm -hmm. yet. Yeah, so your brain is just totally focused on trying to figure out what's going on. And as sensual and erotic as this is, it wasn't about sex. It was about the touch and the feel. And, you know, you put this nice feeling thing on me that I ended up finding out was a mink, nice, soft, furry thing then you came with this feather tickler and then all of a sudden you grabbed my balls and my cock and you pulled them backwards right, so I'm lying right. on my stomach <laughs> and and my cock is getting hard because I love being touched and I'm like okay I got to move it forward to to my belly and all of a sudden you take it and pull it backwards what's the need for that Jaylene that, that's like it doesn't go that way normally <laughs> There's a lot of things that you discover about yourself when you do bondage that you didn't know that your body can do. Right. <laughs> so, um, so one of the things with erotic massage is, yeah, and one of the things I know about guys is uh, often it's when are you going to touch my cock? When are you going to touch my cock? When are you going to touch my cock? In sensual massage, in general, it's a therapeutic massage face down, and then the last 15 minutes is a hand job. And I didn't want to do that. I wanted to play with your cock from the get-go. So I put a t uh, we put the pillow underneath your hips to actually collect the oil so the oil doesn't get on your my Tempur-Pedic stuff. And when you pull down your cock, in the beginning, you're, you're pretty much going to be soft, right? But it allows me to get in there and, and touch you and keep that connected. So I do a little bit of this, and then I touch your cock, and then I we get you aroused. And like you said, you know, it doesn't go this way, but yes, it does go this yes, way. And yes. doesn't it feel, doesn't it feel interesting it's how you yeah. stroked, stroked this way? And I, I think I instructed um, Carol to go dig down into the pillow and cup your hand and pull everything right. down. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, it's just like when you tie up your cock and balls and then you can come and people think you can't, but yes, you can. <laughs> you know, um, uh, I love it too. With the sensation play, I like to do the, you know, we connected with the body first, you know, with skin. And I think you laid on him to connect with the breathing. Yeah, That was very we, hot because first she's, on my, I feel a hand over here, a hand over there. Then she's playing with my cock and balls. And then I don't feel anything. And then the weight and the heat of her is on me. And I feel her hard nipples and her body. And she's not down there to get touch my cock or anything. All of a sudden, she's blowing and breathing on my ears. And, and I have very sensitive ears and my neck. And it's a whole different sensation. And now my cock's getting harder, but it can't move anywhere. And it, <laughs> it was it's just an amazing sensation. <laughs> I love that. And then we moved into the sensation play on dry skin. So mm -hmm. we used, we used, yeah, and the mink glove and being touched so exquisitely. What, you know, we get this exquisite sensation. And part of being in bondage, even if it's like psychological bondage, David, like, 
like we did with you, like just keep your hands here and don't move. Um, uh, part of being in bondage is being left alone in bondage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so for, and, and the, with the headphones, you can't tell where she is in the room. Right. You can't tell if, if I'm opening up my drawer and digging around for something. Right. And like you said, you thought she was going to be at your shoulders and then she ended up at your toes. So that's that element of kind of surprise and just letting go and seeing what happens rather than trying to analyze it. Now, you are a person who has brought Carol into a world where she said she would never go. How did you get her to not only massage and play with my butt, which I love, but you had her put her fingers in and put a butt plug in? How how did you manage to, to... not coerce her, no, but no, guide no, but, her to do it. Well, because you asked me, are we going to do the, the butt play? I said, oh, he loves that. And for me, I'm usually a little bit, I'm not going to say grossed out because that's not very nice, but I'm I'm a little bit squeamish. And so when you made it so relaxing just to, as if it was just a matter of fact, and I was touching his cheek, his butt cheeks, mm-hmm. and then you move into the anus and you start rimming and, and rounding your, and you explain to me step by step how to do it and then, then go a little bit in and, and then a little bit further in and then turning and all of those things that you explained to me, it was like, and he was moaning and groaning. But did my moaning and groaning and moving turn you on and want yes. you to do it more? Yes, it did. I knew he was enjoying it and had so much pleasure. He was moaning and just automatically, I think, right? I don't even know if you knew that I could hear you moaning. And uh, he was just loving that. And I had never done anything like that before. So uh, thank you very much for teaching me something and, new. So, and so look th- at you. You're glowing. You're yeah. glowing. I mean, this is what I love working with, with women um, uh, in particular, because a lot of times sex is run by the guys, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of driven, male driven. And I just find that when, when women get a chance to like do what they feel like doing in the moment, all of this beautiful things happen. And so for butt play, I got hurt in my butt, I don't know, 30 years ago. I just, I was with a boyfriend and got slammed in the wrong hole at at once. And you could not touch my butt for 30 years, Mm -hmm. literally. I was just like, and so I know that it is so sensitive and, and it needs to be taken with such care to enter it once it's open then you can be a little bit more um you know intense and and whatever but if you hurt somebody's bum it's going to take a long time before you're let in there again and it's it's so i really really what i teach is to go slow and slow and if we had more time we would have done more external anal massage um, teaching about how there's two sphincters an external internal sphincter and just being invited inside you know, and um, yeah, so so I'm so grateful yeah. that you had such a great time. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know, she was playing around the external anus and mm-hmm. she was pushing on certain outside parts. And then I told her when she was finished, I didn't even know she had two fingers inside. I knew when she put the butt plug in, but I didn't know that she had fingers in and she was getting to my prostate and all that stuff. It was so gentle and so erotic that i mean i could have stayed there for the whole session yeah, and, and just it. enjoyed that and i loved it and and it was a great great feeling it wasn't intrusive it was very um novel it was mm-hmm. new i'd mm-hmm. never felt it before we've done some butt play before mm-hmm. but not as there was a huge warm-up then there was the entry and then you left that butt plug in there and mm-hmm. let's talk about that electric toothbrush <laughs> and how amazing it is <laughs> 
I think that's before your best we... weapon. Oh, I know. I know. That's my secret weapon. Before, I, I just want to uh, touch back to, there's a uh, modality out there called sexological body work. And sexological body work is in Canada as well as all over the world. They teach erotic massage and they they, uh, they teach you to do an hour external anal massage and an hour internal anal massage. Wow. So it is exquisitely slow and sensitive and whoever gets that much time to explore. So yeah, no, that's amazing that you can do such a long massage, one hour internal and one hour external just to just on butt play. So that's, I mean, I'm sure David would love that too. But then we moved on to that toothbrush, which is a vibrating toothbrush. And we used the back of it and the front of it. And we actually had two of them going at the same time. No, and then you put the toothbrush on the butt plug and it was like a vibrator in my butt. Right. Well, we did several things before even doing that. Oh, and then, yes. then you took two of them and put them on my balls and just left them oh, there yeah. and went to do something else. Yeah. That's a good trick, too. It's, it's, you know, it is my favorite tool. If I think there's anything about bondage that is classic bondage, it's the blindfold, the headphones, and the toothbrush, you know, right. and, and that's what you need. And a friend of mine turned me on to um, uh, this, I don't know, decades ago. And my very first vibrating toothbrush that I used on somebody was a Hello Kitty vibrating toothbrush. <laughs> it was pink and sparkly. And it made me really happy because, you know, you know, it doesn't have to be all dark and gloomy dungeony things no. and so you can get them at costco for five for twenty dollars they are the best sex toys they last forever like you found david you can use the back of it, it gives a completely different sensation than the bristles um you can slip a condom on the end on the handle and use it internally so like if you were if if we didn't have a butt plug in you we may have stuck a toothbrush up your bum, you know, a little bit of that and left that in there. Part of uh, uh, doing kink play and part of this is layering sensations. So you've got your cock and balls tied. You've got nipple suction cups on. You've got something going on in your butt. You've got all of this, all of these things going on. And it's a little bit of overload. And I joke often that, you know, doms need eight hands. So it's, yeah. so it's like, how can I utilize the toothbrushes in one hand so I can be doing something with another hand and just layering and layering and layering these, these sensations. And one of the things that I noticed is as you added more and more sensations, there were times where my cock got soft because my brain was focusing on the sensations and not on staying hard. And then all of a sudden something changed and man, I had a huge erection. And boom, yeah, back again, exactly. <laughs> and, and then we moved into the slapping, the percussion things, which we, which I learned the different types of slaps. Which we've the, never done before. Right, with the fingertips, with the whole hand, but on that lower third of the, the What about a cheeks. spatula? Well, we didn't really use the spatula. That was my hand. Really? Yeah. What about the crop? Oh, yeah. yes. And we use the crop the next. Crop. Yes, both things. My hand and then the crop. Yeah, and, and then the butt turned very red, like that whole area of your butt got but hot. But it didn't hurt. No, I guess not. But the slapping, it got red. And then we took those ice cold chains and oh just dragged God. them around. Through my butt crack <laughs> and down to my balls. and Yeah. Well, oh. We had to cool you off. You were too hot. It was just incredible. That hot and cold sensation and the ice. And I didn't know what it was and I wasn't expecting it. And all of a sudden you're warm and this cold chain comes on you. It was just tremendous. Amazing. So so uh, in BDSM, what you're doing is called corporal punishment, which sounds really 
scary. So I call it body percussion. (laughs) Um, and, And like I teach too, you know, the bottom third of your ass is, is connected to your genitals. So safe places to generally hit or flog are the ass and in between the shoulder blades because you have a lot of padding in between, you know, a lot of muscle in between the shoulder blades. In between the shoulder blades tends to be more psychological, but the ass is more erotic. Mm-hmm. So that whole area. So to concentrate on the lower third of the ass, to have your fingers in the direction of his cock rather than up towards his head because mm-hmm. that's where the the sensation is going to is going to land and then building up and getting him pink and red right um, we don't want to leave marks in bondage um, if you wanted to leave marks the way to do it is to hit somebody really hard without a warm-up and that would leave a mark but if you build it up by doing some gentle spanking and building the blood then they can get more aroused and they can take a little bit more pressure if you add a general touch with that then they can take a lot more pressure you know it's uh, or a lot more intensity so so again over here i'm on my face my butt's up in the air carol is slapping it and getting the blood up to uh, the surface and then again, you had her grab my balls and my cock and she's stroking my cock and my balls while she's slapping my ass. What was the the need for that? Well, well think- why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know, because she had two hands going on my ass and now one was touching my balls. And I mean, it felt great. Right. But is it is it's- it again to not... Um, forget about the the cock and well, the balls. I, but when I had the crop, uh, when it was my hand, I think I just did it. But when I had the crop, I was covering your balls to make sure I didn't by mistake hit them with the crop. That yes. was one of the things that we have to just make sure that you don't by mistake hit your balls when you were expect not expecting it. And not then, expecting. yeah, right. that, I don't know, but you that were massaging my cock. You were pulling it. You yeah. were grabbing it, yeah. and you were using the crop. And it was two different sensations. One was very erotic and the other was a little bit more kinky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's Just... a way to, so so your, to answer your question, it's a way to retrain your brain, David, to, to, to um, uh, bind together spanking with erotic touch. It means that now it feels good, right? So I'm playing with your cock and I'm doing something that you may not like, but it's rewiring your brain to start to like that. I loved it. It was, it was tremendous. And I also, I mean, why wouldn't you want to play with your cock while you're doing yeah, something else? Exactly. The, other, the other thing about spanking is, especially for new spankers, um, is that, you know, your non-dominant hand often does not hit the same way or the same intensity as your dominant hand. And so I found over the years to, that it's easier just to teach just with spanking with your dominant hand and taking your non-dominant hand and playing with either your ass or your cock or your balls. Mm-hmm, Love mm-hmm, it. All right. Exactly. Then you guys turned me over. Right. right. But we played with your your butt plug for a little bit, too. We tugged on it a whole lot of times, even when while we were spanking, using the mm-hmm. vibrator also, the, the using the vibrator, the the back of the toothbrush to make that butt plug vibrate at the same time. I love that. Then we rolled you over, but, and we left the butt plug in there. Right. So then you rolled me over. You put some more warmed-up coconut oil on me. And although we didn't do it, that would have been the time, Jaylene, that we would have been tying up his cock and balls, right? Correct. Yeah. So, so traditionally, if you don't have any shoulder issues, when when I turn you, when I would turn you face over, David, I would have you have your hands above your head, and I would t- lightly tie your hands to the table. It is a more exposed, more vulnerable position. I can get to your nipples easier. I can get to your underarm pits. 
Um, and so, so if you don't have any shoulder issues, I really recommend, or, you know, you can just say, put your hands above your head and don't move. If you move, I'm going to stop. And, and again, we connected with the body first with your skin and your body. And then we used a couple of soft things on him and then we did the hot oil and then, uh, yeah, then it would be the cock and ball tie. And if you had nipple suction cups, I would do nipple suction cups. Right. Too. So you had, you had Carol play with my nipples. Then you had her get on top of me and again, body on body, but not mm-hmm. sexual. She stayed away from my cock. I felt her tits. She was playing with my nipples. Then she got off and I didn't know where she went. And all of a sudden my hands, which were over my head, she's guiding them to a part of her body, which I didn't figure out right away, but she put my fingers on her pussy. Yeah, and then Isn't I that also, great? then I also and then she went away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a tease. It's just a tease, baby. If you're good, you get to touch the pussy, but you know, only a little bit. I loved it, and yeah. that's it. This yeah. is what I love because I can go in and let them touch me, or 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 allow them to touch me, and then and then move away or stay if it's really good you know if you're good then i'll stay and if it's not then i you know move to something else yeah Yeah. and you suggested also that i put my finger in my pussy and rub the the um juices juices. under his nose so he could smell Mm. the pussy Uh yeah Yeah, that's one of my favorite so that yeah yeah putting putting pussy juice underneath your nose or putting on your fingers and putting it down his mouth Mm -hmm. um and then one of my other little tricks did we ever did we do this did we suck on his pinky yes yes we yes did. <laughs> yeah that's and what did you say it's connected to the genitals and that's why it feels like i'm sucking his cock how did it feel well, david for, oh it's a super turn on it is you know in chinese in eastern medicine um your your pinkies and your your the outside of your feet and your baby toes are connected to your genitals oh. And I just remember being in a movie theater when I was, I don't know, 15 and having a boyfriend just sit there and just play with my pinky finger. I could not believe how turned on I was. Oh, wow. It was just amazing. And so I, I like to incorporate that a lot, you know, just, just kind of slow, intense. I mean, how often do you get your pinky finger sucked like never. that? I mean, I've never I, done that before. But now I think when we're watching TV, I can just sit beside you and start pulling on your pinky finger and see what happens. Like, yeah. And then, uh, unfortunately, you had to go, but Carol and I continued. And before we, we end this, this segment of the show, Carol um, stopped for three seconds. Then she got on top of me, and I didn't know where she was. She got into the 69 position. She then sat on my face, took the two toothbrushes, was playing with my balls and my cock. I was getting super turned on. She sat deeper onto my face she squirted all over me she had an orgasm and then she decided i she wasn't going to let me come because she wanted to fuck me later and we had this massive ending session where i had she was sucking my cock she sat on my face she squirted and the toothbrushes were down there vibrating (laughs) i still had the butt plug in it was such an amazing sensation to end um what was an amazing hour and a half yeah Oh, Bravo. And, and Jaylene, you won't believe this. I told him it's been two hours because by the time we finished and we got off, he got off the table nice and slow and his head was all rushy. I told him it's been two hours. He went, what? It felt like 10 minutes, like time two hours. Stops. Yeah. Time, time yeah. really stops. 
Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right. Now everybody's turned on and wet and hard and juicy, and we're going to take a break. Yeah, okay. This is all amazing stuff. Let's just take a second to remind everybody that we are Carol and David, and this is The Sexy Lifestyle. We're having an amazing discussion with Jaylene Bennis all about experiencing our first bondage. Coming up next is our favorite segment, Great Sex Matters. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We're not even taking a long time for a commercial. We're going to tell you about hedonism too. We're going to uh, hopefully be there in December 2020. We want to invite you to join us. Um, you know, things aren't going to get back to normal. The world is going to have a new normal. Uh, Hedo is going to put out some special rates to get people back to this amazing place. Um, there's going to be lots of sexy guests. There's going to be great food, Jamaican food, Jamaican entertainment, and of course, all their award-winning staff. We can't wait to get back there. It's been since January. We haven't been what we call our second home. It's going to feel so good to be back there at Hito 2, Naked on the Beach. Yeah, just visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com, to stay informed about all the sexy, open-minded events that are happening in your area and around the world. All right, we're back. This is The Sexy Lifestyle. We are Carol and David, and now it's time for our favorite part of the show. You thought the second segment was our favorite part. This one's going to be even better because we're going to talk more about great sex because... Well, great sex matters, and we all deserve it. And as you know, we love to get down and dirty with our guests and find out all about their personal sexual experiences and their relationships and sexuality that they're living with in their world but and with Jaylene we want to get very explicit because we know you're not shy and that you'll talk all about this let's just start about your upbringing and when you were very young were you um, very sexually active at an early age mm-hmm. yeah I, I had I started having sex at 13 mm-hmm. and in my household it wasn't um, it wasn't a very prudish household my dad had playboys and penthouses around and you know I explored and and did that um, Luckily, they worked a lot during the day, so we had the afternoons after school to kind of play and then kick the boys out the window <laughs> before my dad came up. Yeah, when you heard the dog barking, you knew there was a sign. There was someone arriving. Quick, out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, out, get out the window. So, yeah, I started early. And did you start, like, with blowjobs or, like, were you fucking real early? I think it was hand jobs first. It was hand jobs first and then fucking mm-hmm. and then blowjobs, mm-hmm. I think. Came, and like, did you enjoy time. sex at that age? I loved it. I loved, I loved the control. Actually, this is what, and this is, this is how I'm wired, right? I loved the control. I loved being able to give pleasure to whoever I was playing with. And I loved making them squirm and beg and, and and giving them pleasure and just seeing all these amazing things that bodies do. You Mm -hmm. know, I mean, I remember sitting and looking at somebody's testicles and just seeing how they, how they flow, you know, how they and flow and I was uh, bodies are amazing now, now as but you, even seeing your first erection were you not surprised how big that penis can get and huge like you know I've, how it I, changes I had, I had seen my brother's penises I had two older brothers so I knew what a penis looked like but my first erection I was so surprised how literally big it got I couldn't imagine right. yeah very surprising shocking now, now as you grew up um, obviously you were very intrigued by sex and sexuality and the we'll call it going sideways, not always fucking in the missionary position. Did you, over time, um, as you learned about kink and BDSM, did you ever want to explore like the um, swinging lifestyle or threesomes or orgies and stuff like that? Right. Um, Threesomes were always a hot fantasy for me. And 
um, like a lot of fantasy, sometimes they just don't translate into real life. Right. You know, a lot of, a lot of, I, I, I talked, I talked down a lot of clients who want to come in and do forced buy. So forced buy is like David would come in and say, I want you to bring in another guy and force me to, you know, suck, suck his, his cock or whatever. Right, right. Right. So it's, so it's taking the, the, you know, the responsibility off of you because I'm ordering you to do this. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. But, but I, but I do say if this is a really hot fantasy for you and we do this and it doesn't work out, there goes that fantasy mm-hmm. but more to the point. If you like it, what are you going to do with that? Right. How is that going to affect who you are? And, and, and are you ready to, to deal dive into that? that? Yeah. Deal with that. Because I, I had a lovely long-term client who was great and then wanted this. And I provided this session and he was glowing. We set up all the parameters. I brought in this guy who talked really dirty cause I don't do that well. And it was so much fun and it was so hot and he was literally glowing. And then he went home and I got an email an hour later saying, I will never do that again. And I wow. never saw him again. Wow. Wow. So something clicked. Somebody, maybe he um, told somebody and they shamed him. It's very possible something like that could have happened to ruin the moment for him. That's too bad. Could be, yeah. yeah. Or just, you know, how it affects how I, you know, how I view myself, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, it's just shame. So yeah. tell us one of your favorite scenes that you've put together or experienced over time. So my favorite scene. So I am always, always professionally. I'm always in the giving in, in the, in the givers mode, right? I, I don't receive it's, I'm not a great receiver. I mean, I can be, but I'm not a great receiver, but it's, it's not fun for me and it screws up my energy and things. So it's always, I'm giving and I'm the one directing everything. So I have been with a client for, um, I would see him a couple times a year and over the years, and it was probably five or six years and I adored him. And we had this really great connection. And when I get turned on, I giggle. And when he gets turned on, he giggles. And we had just this really fun, fun connection. And so we were in the middle of a long kind of scene and I was moving him from the massage table to the sling. So I set my sling up, my leather sling up right above the massage table. So I can actually sit on the table and then get in between your legs and do all this stuff. So I was getting him up on the sling and he said, I'd really like to get you up on the sling. And it was one of those life-changing moments where I was like, do I, you know, do I trust him enough Mm -hmm. to do this? Right. And I don't receive, you know, this is not how it's supposed to go. Right. Kind of thing. And do I trust him enough? And do I feel safe enough? And so I got up there and oh my freaking God, I, generally didn't like oral sex because people didn't do it well, but he was a fucking master at it. And the thing about people with good technique, good technique is great. But when you have that behind, because they're doing it because they want it, it's there that they're getting off on it. And so it was just like, you know, three hours and dozens of orgasms and my legs were, and I was crying and, you know, my legs were shaking and I couldn't talk. And, 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 you know, and he was so grateful too, because in his life, his partners never liked that. Mm. And I was like, Oh my God, you know, you're like a virtuoso. Mm. What, (laughs) you know? And um, so, so 
that absolutely that was one of my favorite things to do because uh it was one time when i took a chance and it it worked out nice wow, yeah. that's so nice. so you haven't been in a relationship for a while what do you do for your own sexual pleasure i know you do a lot of giving for other people what do you do to have your time where you have those orgasms and releases mm-hmm. well i make sure that i masturbate regularly mm-hmm. you know I, I do that i love my magic wand and it's it's easy and pretty kind of quick and like i said when i when covid came and i wasn't touching anybody my sexuality just kind of just went right. dormant mm-hmm. you know and i remember i i remember i think it was susan weed who said you can bump up your libido by forcing yourself to masturbate seven days in a row and it gets it going. So that was really helpful. Getting out and exercising and getting the energy moving was really helpful. Um, For me, I watch, I do love love porn. I I watch, I I watch porn, but I love erotica too. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. reading, reading can, can, can do that for me. And do you ever have these moments where you just go online, get this guy, this booty call, just because you want to have this big cock in your pussy? No, no. Interesting. That's okay. Everybody's different. No, no, everybody is different. And you know, it's, it's, I don't fuck my clients in session, you know, and I, and over the years, if I fuck somebody, I fall in love with them. Okay. Mm. Well, that's okay. And that's okay too, but it it would fuck up my business. Right. I mean, I, it just gets complicated because it, it just gets complicated because I love this work and I'm fine. I'm nursed enough. And, and, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I don't go there because it's like, I, and this happened when I was receiving in the, in the um, sling. And it was such a great lesson because I have had clients really fall in love and get attached. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, I got it. Mm-hmm. I got it. When you're vulnerable and when you're receiving and when you're being accepted for who you are in the moment and loved and that is really, really powerful. Yeah. And Absolutely. so I really got that lesson on, you know, that how how my clients can get attached. Right. Cool. And I feel that all the sexual work that you're doing is actually fulfilling and satiating your body for a need for sexuality. So you're getting it kind of in a, a secondary way, but you're getting what your body needs just the same. I am get- yeah, I yeah. am getting what my body needs and I've got great toys and I've got great internal toys good. and good. that feels really good. I've got some really lovely and joyous toys, the 11 that I love and um, and the pure wand that I love. Um, Yummy. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's just, it's that if I fuck somebody, I fall in love with them. Mm-hmm. Got it. It's just, you know. <laughs> All right, we're coming to the end of the show. I have two last questions. The first one is, do you have an unfulfilled fantasy? Yeah, probably a, uh, an orgy or a gangbang. Oh, cool. Good. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And Carol wanted to know about this one. And it's what's the one thing that gets you aroused when you're doing your bondage? The thing that gets me aroused is scent. Mm. So when I connect with a client, I drop down into my body. I make sure my ass is relaxed. It's called, there's a, there's a technique called um, anal breathing or bottom breathing. So you just kind of relax that. And I fuzz out my brain, if that makes any sense. Okay. And then it's the smell. Mm. The smell is what gets me. So either armpit smell or groin smell, or that is, that, that's what, that's what really turns me on. 
you know, that's what really, really turns me on. It's like, you know, we are animals, you know, and I was going to say primal. It's exactly primal. That's what, yeah. It's very primal. And that is the one thing, if I'm not feeling particularly connected or turned on, that if I can get that smell, then that's, that flips the switch for me. Well, next time we're out in the Bay Area, we'll have to invite Jaylene to one of our orgies. Our our friends in Gilroy put them on regularly. (laughs) You never know. That might be the right time and the right moment. I don't know, or it could be one of those things where fantasies are best left as fantasies. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, it, or it could be that. We exactly. say it all the time. Exactly. It could that, be that. You know, it's coming to the end of our show, although we've had an amazing discussion with you. Thank you so much for everything. But we'd like to leave our audience with some final advice. So if a couple wanted to do or try something new tonight, what could they do to each other to explore sensation play together and safely? Sure. Well, like what you did, um, choose one as the giver and one as the receiver. The receiver can't move, shouldn't move. Um, Make sure it's safe and warm. And then blindfolds are really wonderful. Like you said, headphones. When we do bond massage, we connect the headphones to a splitter, to a speaker, so you can hear what he's hearing. But even if he just puts in earbuds um, so he can't hear you in the room. So that those two, the blindfold and the headphone, allow the receiver to drop out of their heads and into their bodies. Absolutely. And then I would say, you know, pick a couple of, just look around and see what looks interesting. You know, here's a starfish. What can I do with that? You know, kind of thing. And work slowly. Work really slowly. So start introducing the toys slowly. See how they're responding. And then you can go deeper and see what different sensations. I did an entire session one time with a hairbrush. Mm. So I took a wooden hairbrush and I used the bristles for kind of a dry brush scrub. I used the bristles to spank. I used the smooth part to smooth because it was cool. But I also used it as a paddle. I turned it sideways and that was a thuddy kind of Mm -hmm. sensation. And then I put a condom on the end and I fucked him with it. Mm -hmm. So, so. So um, you don't need a lot of toys. Explore what you have and explore the things that you're working with and see how many different ways you can you can do something. There's always, always something new to find. Neat. Well, one last thing I want to know, and I know our listeners want to know, because the majority of our listeners are regular monogamous couples who listen to our show because they want to spice up their sex life. How would one partner bring up the fact that they want to do this with their other partner? There's lots of little short video clips out there, you know, so some of the practitioners have done some really wonderful video clips. And I would think, you know, hey, honey, I, I, I came across this thing called Bondissage and take a look at it. It sounds really cool. It's it's like kinky, but not scary and it doesn't hurt. But we could, it seems like it, we could try a lot of different things. And what does this look like to you? So. Um, if you do Bondissage on YouTube, there's several short little clips um, uh, that are there. There's also the Bondage course, you know, that has all of these um, short little uh, instructional videos. But it also at the bot at the end of the Bondage course, it gives you a three or four sample routines, so you can watch somebody else doing doing this, and that that is a real turn on too. So just to sum up, I wanted to say that bondage is uh, the practitioners are similar to masseuse, somebody who would come to your, you would either go to their shop or they would come to your home giving you a massage, but it's a kinky massage. Can I just ask you, is the price range similar to a massage? 
No. No, it's more. <laughs> okay. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. It, all right. It's it, special. It's special. Okay, yeah. got you. I just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> I was interested. I never know. It's a great right? question. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. are a lot. There's like you know, Carol. There's a lot of setup for it. Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. 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 No, it's it's special. Got, got you. Got you. All right, Miss Jaylene Bennis. Thank you so much for being here, sharing all this amazing information, taking the time to walk us through it. We will um, be forever changed and sexually altered because of it. And um, I'm looking forward to turning it around and doing it on Carol next time. Um, why don't you tell everyone how they can find you online, social media, your website? And of course, buy sure. your courses. Great. So um, you can find out about Bondassage on bondassage.com, B-O-N-D-A-S-S-A-G-E.com. Um, you can access the course for half price um, through this podcast by doing bondassage.com forward slash five zero OFF. And that'll give you 50% off of the online course. Um, I'm on Facebook as Bondassage. I'm on Twitter as CEO Bondassage. We're on LinkedIn as uh, Jaylene Bennis. I'm on YouTube as Bondassage. Instagram as Bondassage. So yeah, Bondassage is all gotcha, out there. <laughs> gotcha. And of course, if you missed any of that information, just go to our website, thesexylifestyle.com, where every one of our guests, including Jaylene, is going to have their own guest page with all their information. And you can even contact them directly if you have any questions about sex, sexuality, or relationships, or kink, or Bondassage. We are learning more and more every week with, from all our fantastic guests. And of course, we hope you do too. We just want to take a moment to remind you about our new partnership with Alt Playground. Yes, and if you're looking for an online open-minded community to find compatible people and events in your area, you should join altplayground.net. That's A-L-T, playground.net. It's a lifestyle site that's expanding to include lots of amazing lifestyle resources that will connect you with other sexy, like-minded folks. And remember to stay sexy and stay healthy and follow all the suggested protocols issued by your local health authorities. Wash your hands, avoid touching your face, practice social distancing. And if you're in one of those locations where the cases are still skyrocketing, just stay home, please. And continue to listen to our show and visit our website, thesexylifestyle.com. If you happen to have any questions at all, you can send us an email at ask at carolandavid.com. Well, that's it for our show today. A special thank you to our guest, Jaylene Bennis. Thank you so much for having me. It was such a joy and a pleasure. And I loved working with you too. So I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. And every week we want to thank all our millions of out there for listening as well. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle, talking about sex, sexuality, and all the fun ways to spice up your sex life. Well, that's it for today, everyone. Remember, stay safe, and of course, stay sexy. Until next time. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever.